0: Welcome to Unclever. How you guys doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Pretty same. good today. Before we get into our topic, today is the day that the time changed. Mm-hmm. It f- fell backwards.
1: Yeah. How, how, wh-
0: where are you guys at on time change?
1: You know, man, I used to be one of these hardcore, why, why do we change? You know, just keep it like it is, daylight savings time. Normally, just don't change it, Right. Right. But now I like the change. It it It's like the season's changing kind of thing. I like. I don't like it getting dark at 5 o'clock, but I do just like the whole change of it. I like change, so I like that.
0: Just can mix it up a little yeah. bit? Yeah, yeah. It messes y'all's internal clock
1: up? Not really. It, it, this, this one, it doesn't. When we spring forward, dude, I'm, I'm out your of source while. for like a week. Yeah. Seriously. Because you lose an
2: hour. Isn't this whole thing like a farming thing? yeah. It's like, yeah. is this necessary, though, now? No, it's
0: not. Yeah. Uh, so they, the state of Alabama signed a thing, basically.
1: I don't know what I'm talking about. No, you know, I know exactly what we are talking about. There's a bill that has passed in the state of Alabama and several other states to stop doing this, but really can't do anything until it's federally done.
2: I think Arizona, like, switches time zones. Yeah? I, I don't think they do it like we do it. I had a guy that worked for me in Arizona. I was like, "You're in uh, Pacific time, right? So, nah, it's not. It's a mountain time this time of year. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that doesn't make. They any sense. They change time zones. Would
0: y'all be for it? Us permanently adopting daylight savings? I would be. Yes,
1: but like I said, I'm good with the change too.
0: I hate it. I hate <laughs> the change. Not only do I hate the change, but this gets me back on my spiel like of, I think that. Not only should we not
2: change, but there also should be less time zones. I'm anti-time zone. I hate it. There, fix it for me, somebody. I think
0: I think there should be two time zones in the United States. What would you call them? No, that's wild, bro. Pacific, and I mean not Pacific, uh, Mountain and Central. What, it, or we can call them East and West. I kind of like that. But just what it, what's currently uh what's currently Central time zone would just become the east time zone and what's currently mountain time zone would become the west time zone and just have two. So where that wherever that dividing line is. Because essentially like I don't know, I've never actually researched this, so I have no I can't prove this, but it wouldn't be hard to look up, but so like what's the what's the westernmost point of the eastern time zone? Western that question Western kinda hurt my of brain. The,
1: the westernmost point of the eastern time zone would be Texas in, in uh Oh, you're talking about okay. Oh, no, like we change. changed
0: it. Of central, sorry, central. I man. said that wrong.
1: Yeah, it's got. It's somewhere in Texas. It cuts off, right?
0: Yeah, of the central time zone.
1: Okay, because I, I was going Eastern.
0: Yeah, but that—that's what I'm saying. What—what—what what, what I would call the Eastern time zone. Yeah, I would have Eastern and Western. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But the time that they would be on would be the current Central time and Mountain time. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So basically, what you'd have to do is say, look at look at sunrise and sunset in the westernmost part of the current central time zone, and then compare that time to the sunrise and sunset times on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm getting at? That's a big difference, though.
2: I don't think it would be. I think it would. Do you be. think most people even know I don't think off the, the top earth, of their head what time zone they live in? No. I don't either. Really? Dude, I talk to people all across the country, and I have to set up meetings. And whenever I ask yeah, them what their time zone is, I can like hear them scrambling on the <laughs> other side.
1: <laughs> They're Googling. Yeah, or they have to ask somebody, <laughs> yeah. or it takes
2: them a minute to think about yeah. it. Yeah, how many times do you say, what time is it there? That's what I say every time. Because yeah. at first, I asked them what time zone, and they would nobody knew. Yeah. Wow, that's messed up.
1: What's weird is when you're staying, or I can't imagine living somewhere right on a time zone line like you could live in the eastern time zone but work in central. Mhm. That's got to miss. That'd it, be man. wild. Yeah. Yeah. But the reason that I think that
0: that would be such a good idea the two time zones is well, one. I just think it would it would cut down on a lot of like what you're talking about. Yeah. Confusion about what time zone people lived in if if there were only two time zones and everyone stayed on daylight savings time. Yeah, all the time. I agree. I think that's what we should do, and then, but in terms of like logistics with shipping and meetings and things like that, and especially now that uh, you have so many people working remotely, I think the more it can be simplified, the better. And not to mention, think about think about what a big difference it would make for sporting events. This is true. There is nothing more aggravating than an eight PM. Start time for a sporting event on the East Coast. Or imagine, like, I, a lot of the, uh, like, I know me, I'm, I'm a UFC guy. I like MMA and those, those so yeah, many of those events, late. they're late and they take place in Vegas. The main card's not starting until 9 p.m. Yeah. I think, I mean, if I lived, if, if I lived on the East Coast, that's 10 p.m. They're, they're not starting until 10 p.m.
2: It's like they don't even care that I
0: go to church on Sunday. <laughs> And what about all those those uh also, you know, uh, like Pac twelve college football games? Yeah. How many of them that you just never see? Never, you never never get to watch. You know, I mean, well, you you see them a few times a year, but when they play during the day, right? But there's so many of them that you miss. But if there was only an hour difference, anyway. That's my that's my rub for today. Cool, man. <laughs> Todd's ready to get to this topic. No, I'm, I'm good with the time zones where they are. Okay. <laughs> Todd's ready to get to this topic because he's going to educate us. Yeah. Because today we're going to talk about what are some of the – how do we phrase this? Are we going to say the best concert you've ever been to? Because i got questions if that's the case. If that,
1: I, I I think we're just talking live music and bringing up some of the best concert experiences we've okay. had. So because this, it's so uh, subjective, right? We're talking all things – Live music. Live music.
0: We'll have to have a title. we got to figure out a title between now and when we finish yeah. this up. So let me confess, and and this is this is not going to catch you by surprise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a huge live music guy. I know. Does that bother you? No, not at all. Uh, not even a little bit? Oh, yeah, a little bit.
0: I don't get excited. Okay, so there was a time in my life where I did go to more concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say I've been to a lot.
1: I've probably... Well, just estimate a number throughout your lifetime. Well, like concerts or going to a live show somewhere where you have the intention for the night is to go hear music.
0: Well, it's probably, it's probably more than you would think, and mainly for one reason, and that's my involvement in ministry. Yeah. So a true. lot of them are like Christian concerts yeah. and things like that. Um. So, yeah, I would say thirty to forty, okay, ish. Maybe more. I don't know. Definitely not less than that. It's weak, man. I mean, but I've been to. Now I'm talking about big stuff. Yeah, not just like some. I'm not talking like going to like a
1: restaurant and listening to somebody play while I eat a steak or something. Some of the best music I've heard is while uh, at the Red Bar listening to some bands play While I'm Eating Fish, because they got some talented guys down there. Man,
0: I just had a line from a movie that's from That Thing You Do, where they go to the Italian place down by the airport, the pizza place. What was the name of it? Do y'all know what I'm talking about? Uh, Never mind. It's where they had their first gig. If it's a pizza place, it's probably like G- D'Angelo's like or... It's something like that. <laughs> Spadini's. G- I like Spadini's. <laughs> it's
1: like Giadetto's or... No, it's not. Anyway, it's something like Giordano's. that. Giordano's. I think that might that's be real, it. That's a real place in Chicago. N- Giordano's. G- G-
0: anyway, it was a pizza place down by the airport. That's where they had their first gig. Um, I don't get excited about live music anymore, though. Like, there was a time in my life where people were... So you want to go to see so-and-so, or do you want to yeah. get tickets to so-and-so? And I would have been like, mm, yeah, maybe so. I never was like over-the-top excited, mm-hmm. but I would I would opt in. Mm-hmm. Now, not so much. And I think I don't know what all the um, variables are. I know age is definitely
1: one of them. Yes. I get headaches real easy. <laughs> <laughs> Blake's worried about how he's going to get to the bathroom. It's All in, these little, little Just That's the first things, thing he does
0: when yeah. he walks in and looks Scope out.
1: <laughs> Where's the restroom at? I'm
0: way bigger on convenience than I used to be. Yeah, yeah. Like, I to think about paying a a premium price to go see someone in concert, it's like I kind of feel the same way about going to sporting events, too. Like, I love watching football, and I want to go to a football game or a basketball game. I want to go to an NFL game or an NBA game and those kind of things done those things just to say that I did them but like I don't like there's plenty of opportunities I have to go like watch a college football game right like a Alabama or Auburn or, or UAB, whatever you know. yeah, UAB sorry and then there I'll have plenty of opportunities to go do stuff like that and I will opt out because of convenience you know like
2: yeah I feel that I mean I, I always opt in if somebody asks me or if I have an opportunity I'm never the initiator though that that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, with live music too. If somebody's like, "Hey, y'all want to go mm-hmm. go see so and so?" I'll say yes most of the time, unless it's just somebody that I think's hot garbage. Yeah, um, but I'll say yes. But I I rarely initiate it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, even most of the concerts that I've I've listed here on some of the memorable ones for me, somebody asked me or got brought up for it with a group, and I was like, "Yeah, let's go do that." Rarely yeah. uh, have I initiated. It. Maybe one on here. Okay. I. Yeah, I would be, today,
0: I would feel like, and and there would be very, very few exceptions to this. I would, for me to go drive, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to drive at least 45 minutes, mm-hmm. right? 30 minutes to see anybody for where I live. So I, I would, in my heart, I would feel like they need to pay me.
2: Things pretty high of himself in my heart (laughs) to get
0: to for me to show up to the concert with a few exceptions.
2: I always have fun when I go though. Like I don't do you? Yeah, I I don't always get a
0: headache when I go.
2: Dude, how how long (laughs) you been old?
0: (laughs) So what qualifies as best? Well, I know you said we're not saying best,
2: right? We can't. I just got like memorable. Like most, yeah, fun? like
1: me- I, the ones that I'm going to talk about are best like, vibes. Possibly, I've got, I've got all kind. Of, Mine's kind of all over the board. It's just like, what concerts have you been to that is was a night you remember forever?
0: Yeah, I got you. Because yeah. I was thinking, regardless
1: of, it, of it, like some of mine are sentimental, like straight up, right? Don't really remember the music that much. Oh, I gotcha. You. you know, yeah, I just got you. like that night, live music was part of it. I got you. Live music made that happen. Yeah, right? I understand.
0: I got you. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, is it most fun? Or because it, it, when you start talking about best, that's such a, you know, are we talking about best as in in the moment? Are we talking about in hindsight? Yeah. You know, because also, too, one thing I do appreciate about it is your perspective of a show will change. Yes. After you experienced it. because mm-hmm. And you, you know, but you also don't, for, you'll never forget the perspective that you had while you were there experiencing it experiencing it but then later on that'll change so just before we start just out of curiosity what is the last concert that you went to
1: last concert that i went to mm. oh it was a uh, government mule <laughs> i don't even know what that means you don't know who government mule is? i heard the name i haven't listened to it i went to mars music hall in huntsville in september that was the last show I went to.
2: That's pretty recent.
1: Yeah. What about you guys?
2: Uh, I mean, I went to like a worship event. It was Maverick City a couple months ago, and then before that, non like church ministry related type stuff. Justin Timberlake in Nashville. JT. Yeah. A Couple. That years was ago.
0: that was after the Garth Brooks concert. Oh yeah,
2: I forgot about Garth. <laughs> Dude, You're I'm not. I'm ter- yeah. I went to Garth and uh, prison, when man. was that? Is that September? Yeah. No. July, June? July. It was, it was Dude, some, sometime this summer. Blow. It was the, so, yeah, Garth. It was the
1: outdoor. It was at uh, the football stadium, right? Yeah,
2: I need to amend my list. What's the name of that stadium? Protective Stadium. Protective yeah. Stadium. Yeah. I need to amend my list. <laughs> Garth was awesome. What's the last concert I've been to,
1: Todd? I'm going to say it was when you went to the Beatles cover band with your dad, 2020. <laughs> now, I, I can probably get the date. Hold <laughs> up. Am, am, am I right? wait, wait, wait. It,
0: First off, it wasn't 2020 because this was pre-pandemic. So, it was 2019 and it was...
1: <laughs> June 16th, 2019. I don't remember the exact date, but that's pretty close. No, I know but that's de- that's just, definitely the last time know that. I know <laughs> because we talked to no, it. This is why I know that it's here <laughs> yeah. because he invited me to that show. Uh, and he's and then I saw the date and I was like, Man, I would go, but that's my anniversary. So that's why I remember that's right. Singing. That's yeah.
0: right. I remember that now. Yeah. Um the Fab Four. Yeah so I went with my dad because my dad is a huge Beatles fan and so there was part of it that was like okay I was interested because well I wanted to go because he wanted to go you know like so I yeah. thought that would be cool but at the same time I was genuinely interested and we took two of my kids with us uh, but it was good it was a fun show because they first off it's not too loud
1: <laughs> <laughs> they dialed it down for the-
0: <laughs> they dial it down because they know their audience right, right. And also, um, where was it?
1: It was at the Alabama Theater. That the venue for me has a lot to do with a concert experience.
2: I think I've seen two in Protective. Speaking of venues,
1: there, there's, they've had two.
2: Well, no, they had the opening ceremony of uh, the uh, what? What games did we have? Who was there? Ribbon Studded. Nah, uh, <laughs> 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 the World Games. Alabama played we like games, Alabama but... played like two songs, and Nelly played one, and he got out hey, of there. I think I think Are Bo Vice was
1: there. I think Bo
2: Vice did. Was Bo? I think he was. They had some people up on stage that I couldn't tell who they were. Yeah, Alabama was old. Nelly wouldn't have no part of it. He did hot in here and got out. Wow. Yeah, that was the last concert I've been to. Is that sad?
1: Over, yeah, that was over three years ago. <laughs> That's. But what it is a good
0: show. I'd recommend them.
1: Yeah. I, because I mean, they, I've y- seen like videos of them. They do. I'm not a huge Beatles fan though.
0: They do basically the entire. um uh, Ca- not the not the entire catalog. They don't do every song, but they do the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically the er the eras of the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they start off with like the Ed. Su- they even have an Ed Sullivan impersonator that travels with. That's them. too much. I'm out. <laughs>
1: But he, that. he just no, he man. just
0: intros them for they the got fr- a fake
1: Yoko at the end. <laughs> <No. Good> gosh,
0: <laughs> he just intros them at the beginning. But he uh they come out you know wearing the black suits just like they were when they're getting their start on the on the Ed Sullivan show. And so they play stuff from that era, and then they move along. So you get like that. You get the the Sergeant Pepper's Beatles. Yeah. You get so they have costume changes. There's like four or five costume changes, and you get the the different. Music from the different era. Costume
1: changes. It's like a Mariah Carey show, dude. It's good. All right. Garth and chain costume so, one time. So who's going to start? Let's just start off by... I, I want to tell you all how much I love live music. Because I don't think you all understand. Get up on that soapbox. I love live <laughs> music. It is the... For as long as I can remember, like... Since I've been a teenager where I could go out and do things, you know? That is... The funnest nights I've ever had. Something about the way music brings everybody together. Like, you go to a concert, maybe 700 people there. There's going to be a doctor there, and then there's going to be some kid that scraped up money to get a ticket, right? And they're all there for this one thing, just silly music, right? It's just cool. unifies everybody. My first memory, I think, was at a concert. I think it's my earliest memory. Really? Yeah. It's one of the first city stages, so it was like 88, 89. Uh, my uncle was playing there. I remember seeing my uncle, and then my dad put me on his shoulders because he had a crush on Alison Krauss, and she was playing. And he put me on his shoulders and walked up like as far as he could get close to the stage. And I can, like in my head, still see being on his shoulders looking at the stage. I like Alison Krauss.
2: Oh, yeah. I miss city stages. For real, man.
1: But I just I love it, man.
2: Have you been to
0: the Grand Ole Opry? No, I've been, I've
1: been to the show at the Ryman. Yeah, so have I. But I have not been to the Grand Ole Opry. You want to go? Yeah,
0: let's go. All right,
1: man. See y'all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do. I want to go. I like. I I appreciate like the sentimental side and the historic side of stuff like that. Yeah.
1: So. Well, the. You know, a lot of the stuff that I've gone to is, uh, like I've seen a lot of bands multiple times, right? Yeah. So in the early 2000s, I saw the Black Crows probably 10 times. <laughs> and there is like, it's cool to see a band have a really good night and then like, a, okay, that was all right. Like it's, yeah. all these shows aren't the same to me. Mm-hmm. And you never know what you're going to get.
2: Do you think you've seen them the most?
1: Mm-mm. Band I've seen the most is a band from, uh, Greaton Beach, Florida, called Dread Clampet. <laughs> I probably watched, I probably saw them. Man, I'm probably thirty or forty shows just them. Really? But yeah, because I followed them pretty heavy from 2008 till about 2012 when they lost a band member, and they just kind of like. They got old and kind of broke up. Like two of them are still together. To still, technically, Dre Clampett, but it's not the same.
2: What kind of music do they play?
1: It's aesthetically a bluegrass band, but mm-hmm. they play everything, bro. I mean, they <laughs> they were good. They're really good, but definitely not the Black Crows. I've seen I saw Billy Strings five times within a year. Dang. Yeah. And That was recent. So. Well, um, seen a lot of shows. Like, I really do feel like I I wish I would have kept a notebook, you know, some kind of journal, because hmm. it's, it's over 100, for sure.
0: So, what's the best? What's the most memorable? One of my... Or do you mo- want us to go, since ours are less meaningful?
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, y'all go first, and then bring it home.
2: Uh, you want to go? Yeah, I mean, I can go first, I guess. That was a weird <laughs> sentence. Um <laughs> the most memorable concert for me is like hands down me and holly and several of our friends saw john mayer at the beach when in like circa 2010 ish we weren't we weren't married yet Mm we had went to the beach for uh several days it might have been a week or something i don't even remember but we were supposed to go home that night and then we saw that he was having a concert at uh at the wharf and then we all talked each other into staying. So we stayed, went to that concert, and it was just, I mean, it's outside. It's at the beach. It was John Mayer. I think Owl City opened up. Um, but I don't know. I Just like the whole feel of it, being there at the beach and then having to come back and go to work. John Mayer's a good show. Yeah.
1: I've seen him a few times. And he, he plays guitar like Stevie Ray Vaughan. Very talented live. guitar player. Very, very good guitar player. Uh, yeah. I mean, don't I, really don't I, really like his personality that yeah, much. Yeah, me either. But he gets up there Maybe we should have broke this plays. down that way. If we'd have <laughs> it, like best
0: guitar player you've seen live, best yeah. drummer you've seen live. Whether that leave Varden out of the conversation. <laughs> yeah,
2: sure. I think it was what Todd said though. Like it's not even just the the music. No, it's it. not. It's like the memory it is not. of being there with my friends and being there with my now wife when we were dating and I, know, I guess everything if associated outdoor, with it. If it's outdoor, the weather has something to Indeed. do with it. It's the summer at the beach, yeah. And then John Mayer is good, yeah. Um, so it was a. That's like my number one memory of a concert. Hmm. That's all you got? I mean, you <laughs> said most memorable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't have multiple most memorables. You got any other ones you I want do. to mention? Uh, Justin Timberlake was good in Nashville. Me and Holly went to that one. Uh, shout out to Garth here in Birmingham. That was a good time. The I saw one you T-Pain. forgot about. Yeah, I did. I Saw T Pain live once. Shout out to T-Pain. Um, I saw De- Gavin DeGraw. That was that was a good time. I bet that was good. Yeah, that was fun. It was one of those, like, like the crawfish boil type things. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I saw Gavin DeGraw. That was good. Um, I saw Jude on the line live once. That was all right. All right. I, um uh... <laughs>
1: I've seen a lot, but they I mean, were... so many jokes about the JT concert, but I can't go there. Brie, <laughs> I enjoyed it.
2: Chris Stapleton was there? No, I, I got it. was a good time. I,
1: I think Justin Timberlake is one of the most talented people on the planet. I mean, how could you not like the guy?
2: I feel like we'd hang out and be a good time. Yeah. Me and him would be bros. I um, uh, I saw new kids on the block.
1: Yeah, I know. Your mom took you. <laughs> saw that on Facebook.
0: <laughs> um. I've been to, I've actually been to quite a few, like I said, most of them are older. That's the thing, like anything recent, it's like, eh, I'm out. Like I I haven't, like I said, the that, I couldn't even tell you the last concert I went to prior to that Fab Four. Mm. I'm sure it was like a winter jam or something, yeah, like yeah. a BJCC, yeah. some sort of, uh, you know, Christian concert, youth event or some sort. Um some of the more memorable ones um, would be—I don't know if I, the one that I most enjoyed. I, that's kind of what—that's kind of how I was leaning on my list. But some memorable ones were—I saw Bush at the BJCC. Let's go when they were right in the middle of their prime. I yeah. mean, this was on the tour for the Sixteen Stone album on Easter Sunday.
1: On Easter Sunday. That's wild.
0: Yeah. But that's, what year are we talking there? Mid-90s? I can't, I'm trying to yeah. place that. I All all that blurs together. Um, Saw Bella Fleck and the Fleck Tones. You've seen them? Yes. Live. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal show. Mm-hmm. From a musicianship standpoint. Absolutely. Dave Matthews
1: band? Dave Matthews, where was that show at? It was Oak Mountain Amphitheater. I'm pretty sure, if I remember. right. Yeah. people are always like blown away that I'm not a Dave Matthews fan. Like I, I, I respect it. You know, I got nothing against yeah. it. It's just not. It's not. This my was style. right
0: in. This was right in the middle of me kind of picking
2: up music.
1: Yeah. Um. He gets lumped into that whole jam band scene a little yeah. bit, but I don't. I don't see him as that type of band.
2: I like when I see somebody that's got the Dave Matthews like sticker the, on their the car, DMB. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, again,
0: a lot, a lot of Christian, con- well, before I get into those, uh, presidents of the United States of America,
1: Millions of peaches. <laughs> when the, that was yeah, like I had a 96, pick. bro. I had a
0: pick <laughs> from the bass player had, but, yeah. I don't know where it's at now. The, who was the lead singer? He played a bass that had two strings on it, oh. but that, and it was right in the middle of their run when they were at their most popular with the Peaches song and Gump.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot about Gump.
0: Um, there was, uh, who else? Right around that time frame, that was when we went to a lot of concerts. My brother went to more concerts than I did. I could throw him under the bus and, you know. Uh, some interesting people, though, that I got to see in that time frame. Kenny Wayne Shepard. He's a good. Very good guitar player. Um, I don't think I've ever seen as assortment of as talented of musicians as Bella Fleck and the Flecktones.
1: That's, that's one of the shows that I was going to talk about because I've as far as just strictly people playing their instruments just musicianship I have never seen a group of talent in a show like I saw that night, they didn't miss a note.
0: Yeah, you you and, won't see a better collection of musicians no. than that. Like, I you, I don't you, think one exists.
1: No, and I, I think that you could point at each individual instrument and say that guy might be the best, best player in the world. World
0: for for certain.
1: Bellafleck. Fleck, Vic, and, Bella Fleck and,
0: Victor. and Victor for certain um, on their inst- on their respective instruments instruments they are the best living.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's nobody on this on the earth. They can do something on the base of the banjo that they couldn't do.
0: That's correct, and they yeah, and they can do many many things that yeah. no one else can.
1: And then if you look at uh, Howard Levy, the harmonica and keyboard player, only argument for him, I think, on the harmonica side is John Popper, because I think John Popper can do a few more crazy things on the harmonica than him.
0: And uh, Future Man plays an instrument that no one else plays. Yeah.
1: Dude, he invented an <laughs> instrument. You probably don't even know what this is all about, do you? I'm just hearing a wall of words at the moment. <laughs> so, in the 80s, uh, is it a Casio? A yeah. Are you talking about the, the, the drum guitar he created? Yeah. I, I can't
0: There's remember. There's some kind of,
1: of uh, basically, a company made this. It's a synthesizer, but it's shaped like a guitar. So, you hold it, right? And it's basically like MIDI controls. It's just buttons yeah. that you program. You can make certain noises. This dude in the 80s, super smart evidently, mm-hmm. rewired this thing to be what he calls the drumatar. So instead of synth noises, it's drums. Hmm. And he sits there and he's holding it and just pressing buttons with his left hand
2: and right hand. I bet that's like disorienting the first time you like see it.
1: It's weird, man. Yeah, he's, it, it's Vic, weird. he's
2: Victor's brother too.
0: Um Christian concerts, those are some of my more memorable ones just because they were kind of more formative times. I saw DC talk multiple times. I saw a Third Day open up for the Newsboys. So that was a long time ago. <laughs> um <laughs> I helped put on a concert with Casting Crowns in the Katinas. What do you mean you he helped put on? We we hosted it. Okay. We hosted it. We promoted it and hosted it. So um Pessing Crown's been around a while now. Uh-huh. So a lot of, a lot of Christian concerts. Um, I could throw my brother under the bus in some of the concerts that he went to that is just
1: bad. <laughs> Come on, man. Throw it out there.
0: <laughs> well, because, you know, like, the people, at all, you know, there was such a stigma back then about people going to see Ozzy. Mm-hmm. And, like, you couldn't really get much worse other than maybe Marilyn Manson. Right, and he went to see Marilyn Manson, insane clown posse. <laughs> that's,
1: that's ICP. A, that's, that's a tough one, bro. <laughs> that
0: is. He was he was such a live music junkie that he
1: would go anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Just I, I, I can I can respect that. I like that. Just to see the spectacle. Yeah. It wasn't that, but uh, that's like uh, I, I'm not a fan of the band Fish at all. Yeah,
2: like. But the spectacle around it. But I saw them
1: at yeah. Bonnaroo one year. Like, fish is playing. Let's go check it out. And we walked up, and I was like, okay, I get it. How many times you been to Bonnaroo? Three times. The
0: the two that or the two that probably stick out the most to me, just because they were the most meaningful to me in terms of the f- formative for me, both from a music standpoint and also because I respect the musicians tremendously. I mean. The flick tones were like, that was like, that was a spectacle musically, but that was like, it's unattainable. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I mean, that's how I viewed them, as like, oh will, my gosh. I will never be that. I'll good. never, yeah.
1: And we'll probably never see anybody play that well again. That's right. And that's kind of how I thought about it. But,
0: um, the where, did one, you, where
1: did you see them?
0: It was at Oak Mountain as well. Okay. They, um, The two that were probably the most formative for me, though, are just the the time that they hit. And so for that reason, they're the most memorable are multiple times that I saw my favorite singer-songwriter, Andrew Peterson. And so from a music standpoint, it's not that. He's just a phenomenal storyteller. Mm -hmm. And I would still, to this day, if I had an opportunity, hey, Andrew's in town and we're going. Do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Let's go. I'm in. Mm -hmm. so i just like really really like his style of music and also too because they were really really big at the time in like the early 2000s in the christian music scene but they well they weren't that was the thing they really weren't they were niche was caveman's call y'all remember them so they were like a folky christian band but they um I, it was a good collection of musicians. They really, really valued musicianship and they um they had really, really good lyrics and they were great storytellers and so I was a huge fan. So both of those, Andrew Peterson and Caitlin's call, those are some of the more memorable ones for me. So
1: All right. And lightness. That's all you got? That's it. So the the most like impressive thing to me in a live show is improvisation. Okay, most of the bands that I go see they can play one song a million times and it's different every time, right? Yeah. Because they're improvising around a melody. (coughs) So most of the stuff I have is like that kind of stuff, jam band type stuff. But uh, a little honorable mention, and Tours at Montero in 2008. If anybody ever has a chance to go see Jack White perform, do it. I would do that because he is not just a really good musician. The dude puts on a show. Like it's You cannot look away.
0: I'd say the same thing about Toby Mack. Toby Mack?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've seen
2: Toby. <laughs> he does put on a good show. I've seen my, Toby. He puts on a great my show. My girls
1: love Toby Mack. Anytime that hits the airwaves. Yeah. He puts on a good show. But Yeah. He ain't Jack, tall. That, <laughs> no. I don't know if y'all are familiar with the Rack and Tours, but that was like his second band after the White Stripes. Kind of went on hiatus. Phenomenal show. Then another one to bring up was the first time I saw Billy Strings because this is how much the dude has grown. It was March 7th, 2019. I paid $12 to see him at a venue that holds about 500 people. Yeah. Okay. Did not sell out. Sold out the night of the show, but it didn't sell out initially. Uh, Saturn and in Avondale. And I went to that show, and my mind was blown. Like, I would seen this kid, little clips on the internet and stuff. But that was just a phenomenal show. And the reason I bring it up is because I just want to tell people I was right. (laughs) Y'all didn't listen (laughs) to me? You said that I was an idiot? (laughs) Who said you? I didn't. No, people did laugh at me, though, because I was like, I started telling people about like, man, I think that may have been the best show I've ever been to. And they're like, really? At a little venue? And like, dude. When, when, when musicians can just get up on stage and do what they do with their instruments and voices and blow you away without a whole bunch of lights and stuff around it, yeah, that is so impressive. Yeah. So I told people that. They said I was crazy. My wife even thought that maybe I had a crush on this guy because uh, I couldn't quit talking about him. <laughs> and then when she went, she agreed to go to a show with me. That This was like a few months later. We saw him at the Ryman about two songs in, she looks over at me, she goes, okay, I get it. now. I get it. I get it now. It's an experience, man. So I could easily just sit here and list off five Billy Strings shows as the best shows I've ever been to because I have never seen a better live show. And when I say Billy Strings, I'm talking about all four of them. Yeah. William Apostle, Billy Strings, is great on guitar, but the guy playing Mantle, they got a fiddle player now, banjo player, and upright bass. To keep up with the dude who's leading the show, yeah. you got to be pretty good. You're right? And they put on a show and it's like the more they uh, play, the more cohesive they get, the better they get. You ever seen Nickel Creek? Not live, no. But I have seen the Punch Brothers, mm-hmm. which is Chris Thiele yeah. from Nickel Creek. right? Uh, but yeah, man, Billy just blows everybody away as far as live shows. So he went from, that was 2019, playing 500... Venue, $12. Now, all of his winter tour coming up is arenas. Dude just sold out two nights in the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. Whoa. Yeah. How
2: and
1: much he, are those he, tickets? Uh, To get a nosebleed in an arena is, if you want two tickets, it's about 150 bucks. Yeah. And he's also playing at the Ryman, and I don't know what those tickets are go Like crazy amounts. So I just want to, everybody listening, if I told you, hey, dude's legit, and you shook your head,
2: Jokes right. on you. Yeah,
1: jokes on you. I was right. <laughs> so that's one uh really sentimental one. First time I ever took my wife out on a quote unquote date. It was like a group of people, but I asked her to come. Yeah. Dude, I had to uh I had to work. Like she, she made me work work <laughs> for a date, dude. Really? Yeah. Bad. So where did you take I her? I wanted it. Bad. Where'd you take her? Blues traveller. Oh, that's yeah. nice. okay. So she initially was like, "I asked her to go." and She said, "Yeah, I'll think about it." And then she had one excuse. She had like two or three excuses, and I just kept poking holes in those excuses until she went. What's your favorite blues traveler song? Uh, probably I can't the, the name of it escapes me is, uh, "Carolina Blues." I think I'm a I, I'm a hit listener. I like hook. Hook is the lyrics on Hook are maybe the best lyrics that have ever been written. I, they mean absolutely nothing.
0: I know. I like it. I like it lyrically. I like it. I like the rhythm. I just like the, the, uh, um, well, never mind. The melody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the, um, it, the, when he, cause he's got the, like, the, he does the, the fast singing thing. Oh, yeah.
1: He's got, he has got a great harmonica solo in it. That dude is just – that's another thing. Just seeing him – I've seen Blue Trailer a few times and watching somebody who's probably the best on the planet play their instrument is awesome. Yeah. Nobody can the play the harmonica. The dude on the harmonica? Nobody can play the harmonica like him. Nobody. It's unreal. Because he, he's – I'm he, not big on my harmonica players, No, so he I can't, takes like – if you listen to his music – I can't give you a rebuttal there. He will. He implements harmonica where there normally would be a guitar solo.
0: Like yeah, he, like yeah, if you, yeah, yeah. If
1: you close your eyes and think about it, you can hear. Yeah, what he's playing a harmonica. Could easily translate to guitar. Yeah.
2: So that was y'all's first date. That was our first date. Where until, did you take Holly April on April 6th, y'all's first date?
1: Two thousand seven.
2: First date. I think I got both of y'all beat. Where did you? I'm trying to remember which one she had to take me to the emergency room. I can't remember if that was one or three. <laughs> You took her.
0: You actually, took her actually, down I, the think was, <laughs> I think that was Cinophilic esophageal. I think that was third date.
2: First date, I know. I think I locked my keys in the trunk, and she had to come pick me up. So you know, <laughs> where did you take her uh, <laughs> to eat? Well, or? we we had to go. It was like connected to a wedding that we had. We had to like uh, go to the rehearsal or whatever. It's like a, we had a lunch date, but that was a day date. So I don't know that, that counts. Like this was the first one at night.
0: <laughs> you don't take guests first place. I ever took Cass. N- no, Door Park. <laughs>
1: That's a good one. Walk around the uh, walk around the pond. Did you, her, did you make her watch you play basketball? <laughs> <laughs> watch me get out here and play some pickup with these guys. <laughs>
0: oh, you! Those guys are legit. <laughs> I've been yeah. out there a few times. Hey, yeah. <laughs> the, were
1: the uh, were the railroad tracks still there? The
0: railroad tracks were. You know, you talking where
1: about? they they change it to uh, walking trail. It used to be a railroad. Oh yeah. Was no. That, was that pre walking trail? <laughs> no. Well.
0: No, you no, we're no, no, talking about no. rails to trails. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, this is not. Nah. The was they, that was back. already in. That was already in. That went in in like late nineties,
2: right? Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I was in elementary school in the late nineties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the the next one I was going to talk about is Bella Fleck. Pretty much already talked about that, but you went. What's interesting is you went to see him at Oak Mountain, mm-hmm. and I saw him at Alice Stevenson. Y'all ever been to there? A show there? Yeah, oh, Right over right over there by UAB. Yeah it's a like a it's an orchestra setup yeah so it's very i mean stuffy yeah. mm-hmm. it's it's sitting down right it is we're gonna sit down and listen to music you know there's not yeah not a lot of partying going on I which like is that. not not what I'm used to so I like it was that. also i I went to this show by myself <laughs> Yeah. I had somebody my cousin was gonna go
2: and he backed out on me and I was like, I gotta go. I hope people give you a hard time about that. I get a hard time <laughs> about going to the movies by myself all hey, the time. No,
1: I don't care. That that group of musicians I was gonna go see. So I'm sitting there. I mean, it's like theater style seating, you know, I'm sitting in this nice chair trying to get excited. <laughs> like I keep kinda of wanting to jump up, but you can't. So it's weird, but like I said, they didn't miss a note. Phenomenal. Phenomenal musicians. Great night. And the next one, October sixteenth, two thousand eight. Ryan Adams and the Cardinals, Bama Theater in Tuscaloosa. What you know about the Bama? Never heard of it. Never, never been there. I know. I've it's heard it's a of historic it. theater. I've Man, heard of it, it. probably holds twelve hundred people. I, I, I'm a big fan of the historic theater venues, like. One to 2,000 people. Yeah. Just the vibe there is always cool. Mm -hmm. But the way uh, Ryan Adams was back then, like, he... I don't know if y'all are very familiar with him, very just prolific songwriter. Mm -hmm. Has probably released 40 albums since 2000. But he... The group he was with, the Cardinals, they had a unique way of, like, kind of taking the temperature of the room and adopting to their show to the group of people they were... Just like on the fly? Yeah. So you'd have... The reason I know this is I think all these bands I've mentioned, uh, fans can record their shows. Hmm. A fan can come in there and set up recording equipment and record their shows. Hmm. So that first night, first date I took Eric on, I can go back and listen to that show. How cool is that? I can go back, and I was like, I was there. We were there. But... I've listened to a bunch of his live stuff. So some sometimes they would like the whole tempo of the songs they were playing would slow down. Everything's a little more quiet. And then sometimes it's rocking. Well, that night, this two set deal, he kind of took it easy on the first set. And then after set break, it's a theater, so there's seats everywhere. He's like, he asked security, he's like, can everybody just come down here? And the whole, everybody got as close to the stage as they could. And we just had a party, man. It was fun. <laughs> Another thing about concerts, you can dance like an idiot and nobody cares. You know, nobody nobody judges you by the way you're way you're moving. Because there's always somebody worse. Yeah, exactly. There's a there's a sense of freedom to it. So that was a great one. Labor Day weekend of 2009, Dreadfest. I bet y'all don't don't know about this. Dread Clamp it. Uh they got they were actually pretty big in the Birmingham area because of a music festival that used to go down in Hayden called the Acoustic Cafe. It's a bluegrass festival. We had like 1,000 people there camping out, Memorial Day weekend. And Dread Clamp, it was kind of like the house band for years because uh, the guy who ran the place got to know them, and they were just really good, you know, good vibes. So a lot of the Birmingham people got to know them. Uh, they come to work, play a lot. Well, that year it was called Dread Fest, and they were the only band. They had an opener that opened up for them. But the, the thing was, the plan was we're gonna empty our songbook. Every song we know, we're gonna play. Okay. Horse fins forty, camp out situation. They played for six and a half hours straight. They didn't take a pee break. There was they did not leave the stage mm. for six and a half hours. Like That's there wild. there were times when they were they there like scratching their head, like what are we gonna play next, but that didn't last long. Like they just played and played, and that was an awesome, awesome experience. Mm. Really cool. And now the best concert I think I've ever been to. Yeah? September 7th, 2019, Athens, Georgia, Georgia Theater. Billy Strings. Because. <laughs> Billy on here twice. <laughs> yeah. I t- No, seriously, I could have, if we're just talking about, like, best shows I've ever been to, I've been to see him five times. That would be the top five. Nobody's even close. There's not a close second as far as live show experience that I've seen. For you, yeah. Come on, for me. That's what I'm saying. That I've seen. Because he, he he's like. I think you're just a fan. Yeah, <laughs> but but I'm not the only one. He's selling out arenas. I mean, yeah. The live show is legit because the dude didn't didn't sell a bunch of albums. He's gotten all these fans because of his live show, just like the Grateful Dead did. Mm. word of mouth But see what happened the reason that show is so special is when i first saw him in march so that was march 2019 first show by the time this athens show rolls around this is my fourth show and i've seen him go from playing just in that amount of time go from playing these 500 seat saturn type deals to the georgia theater which is 1500 people and there's a i mean They were on fire that night. All the guys were just on fire. But there's a moment in that show where they go through this long jam, and I think it's the first time that he had that many people just yelling and really getting what he was laying down, you know? I mean, everybody's going crazy, and you see him. Like, I was pretty close to the stage. I remember looking at Eric and saying, look, he's just soaking it in. Because we were screaming. He, like, steps up to the mic like he's going to say thank you or something, He you can't. He's, like, speechless and just steps back. And it was just, like an angel band. I mean, it was just, no, it was just like. He was wearing a tuxedo t-shirt. That was the, I think that was the moment <laughs> when, like, he he felt, oh, my gosh, I made it. Like, I really do. <laughs> I've arrived. And you can see that. There's a, a video of it on YouTube. You can just watch it. Athens. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's floating. Athens is a cool town. It is I cool. say it.
0: Yeah, the little, the strip down there. Yeah. Uh. Right. And it's on that's what's cool is it's like their strip is like it's in the middle of campus or it's on campus yeah. or yeah, right. Everything's there. pretty
1: tight. Like we we stayed at a, a hotel that was like two blocks from mm-hmm. the Georgia Theater. Yeah. And that was right on campus.
0: Well, anything else you want to share with us about live music?
1: I love it, man. <laughs> I love it. I remember going to see bands in high school man before like gps and smartphones yeah i cannot believe my parents would let us do this me and my cousins and stuff we'd print out map, map quest. quest directions yeah. and go map to quest. atlanta or nashville not even stay in a hotel and then come back
0: that night i used to work a job where i'd have to print off MapQuest and go to an appointment and then go back to the office and print off more map quest and go to the next appointment Every now and then I think
1: about MapQuest and Ask Jeeves. Hey, it kept you on... Ask Jeeves is a good one. MapQuest kept you on your toes, though. It did. Yeah. You had to... You couldn't... Yeah. (laughs) Driving with all the Xerox copies in your hand. (laughs) A lot of ink going into that.
0: That's messed up. All right. Well, so what do we call this episode? Everything you ever wanted to know about live music.
1: That's not everything.
0: Oh, okay. Some of what you would like to know about live music. (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll come up with something like that y'all good i'm good all right till next time i guess